Hi folks, and welcome to D&D Major. Hi folks, and welcome back to D&D Major. I am Gina, and I'm going to be your DM today, and I'm joined by... I'm Evan. I'll be playing Valen, the High Elf Rogue. Uh, I'm Allison. I'll be playing Farlina, the Tiefling Sorcerer. I'm Gus. I'm playing Tybalt, a human druid. This is Victor. I'll be playing Tamir, the half-elf cleric. All right. Let's get right to it then. Your sleep is interrupted by a clattering, cacophonous clanging just outside of your room. You hear a slam, screeching and scraping, and above it all rises a high, tremulous scream that warbles and peaks. There's a pause and then the clattering resumes, distant and muted before slam, something strikes a wall or stone in the next room over and another scream rakes through the air. It doesn't stop. Another slam, clattering, a screech. Everybody turns to look towards the door that you have not been through yet in this room, the one that was locked when you came in. The sound seems to be coming from that direction. It's a hell of a way to be woken up. <clears throat> Did we get a long rest? We're you got set. a long rest. It is impossible to tell what time of day it is as you are deep underground and there's no sort of lighting here. What you do know is that you feel rested. It feels like it's been some time. You know that your guard went uninterrupted throughout the night for the most part, but now whatever is in the other room knocks and scrapes and screams on loop. I believe that is the direction we need to go. Is that right? And I'm mostly looking at the regent. The region is is staring kind of blank-faced in that direction, and it takes him almost a moment to respond to you. But after a moment, he turns and says, That, obviously, this place is so old, but that direction, I believe, is there's some sort of maybe a bathing area. And past that, it's like a, a hall. It's not necessarily the direction I would say you needed to go, but there's definitely something over there. Is that normal? Is it supposed no, to make noises like that? <laughs> Look. We haven't been down here very long, but there's not been things here before, for the most part. It's it's just a temple. Temple to what, do you know? We haven't been here very long. We had a thing that we've been doing down here, but we're not exploring. This isn't an excavation. <laughs> well, well, what was that thing you were doing? Could it have woken them up? Does, does it look he like... He just does not acknowledge what you said. <laughs> does it... Do I get the sense that he's being truthful here? Or Make is he... an insight roll. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Seven. He's incredibly difficult to read. He's <laughs> okay. not moving. <laughs> okay. Well, then, wh which direction do we need to go? Do we go back out the way we came and go around? I mean, we came that way. I understand. There's nowhere else to go. The primary exit is barred. Under normal circumstances, when my people are coming down here, they come through the entrance that's near where the hallway collapsed. There are, there are tunnels that sort of leave this area. I've not explored them. This is not where I work. I have people that have been looking into this place, but I've had other matters that I've been seeing too. This place is old and it is magical. And obviously there are interesting pieces of magic going on down here. I also believe that there may be a back door or at least some way that we can get to our primary exit if we explore deeper, but I don't know this place very well. I don't think we really have a choice. I guess so. That didn't sound great. Is it still going? No. Is it yeah, like, it's, it's still muted. Noise? It's like, it feels like it's maybe a room or two over, so it's distant, but there's still this strange scream. Lady Opreed has startled awake and has backed herself into a corner and is just bracing herself there. 
Bass is kind of sat up, is looking around, hasn't really moved all that much, but it's just like, okay. Conserving energy. <laughs> it could always be not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> it certainly sounds very bad, though. You ever heard of Fox? Um, have I ever heard of Fox? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of Fox? No. <laughs> Probably not. I can't, I can't think of when you would have. Uh, yes, I've heard of Fox before. <laughs> right. Sounds just like murder, but it's not. Yes, it's just a Fox. It's just, you know, I, it's disconcerting at least. And well, we won't know until we check it out. Considering how close we are to, I guess, where the in-betweens are, I, this does not bode very well. So should we do something for those... Who did not make it before we go? Uh, like, like a what? memorial? I here in this I room? I don't know. Just something briefly. We just, we, I know that we're sort of fighting for our lives here, but we did just lose a lot of people back in the last room. Should we at least show some respect before we move on? Or something? Oh, okay, I don't know who any of those people were. I don't either, but we should do something. It would be respectful. At the very least. I agree. I know that's probably not the top concern here, but whatever. Do whatever. There's a series of slams from one room over, and then almost a barking, high noise that just goes in succession once and twice. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, we probably might want to figure out what's going on in the next room, but, uh, you know, I could, I could say a couple words back, back home. I had a little bit of a roll putting the dead down. Sure. Yes. Just something, please, before we move on. It can be very brief. It can be short, 30 seconds. I don't know. Just something. <laughs> yeah, Tybalt uh, goes up, faces the door. May you find peace beneath the earth. May the worms break your body down. May you, may all the bits that make you up go back into the forest. Here, here. Sure, they'll do. Yes. Okay, <laughs> let, let's go. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> any, any other words for the fallen? May they stay at rest. That is foreboding. I don't like that as much as his words. <laughs> I would like them to stay at the rest, that's all. I, me it's too, but I don't say it out loud. <laughs> um, Do you not say that in your land here? My, my land here? Yes. My land is not here. Well, yeah. land there. <laughs> no. Okay. We don't expect them back. Fair enough. We should address this door here. This noise is nonstop. Yeah, there are moments of quiet. And then moments of like a low clattering noise, and then you hear slams again and a screech. Is, is the door flush? There are no gaps around the door? There are no gaps around the door. Okay. Is there like a lock or anything on it that appears that it's like holding it shut? There's the hexagonal <laughs> lock, <laughs> and you don't know Magic what's going stuff. on between the door and the door jam, I guess. Okay. I actually, I want to go outside of the room out the way we came and poke around and see if I can hear any of like the noises okay. outside as well, like to see if there's any other any other path or something yeah. or what? What? I would like you not to take the key with you. Oh, do I need to take the key with me to leave? Well, no, you can be let out, but... I'd, all I want to do is just poke my head out and see if okay. we can still hear the noise out I just there. don't think we should take the key out of here just yet. Well, oh, yeah, those, no. uh, those invisible things. Yeah, we yeah, don't want to get that. Ta- well, mm-hmm. oh, well, maybe not. Maybe I won't go out. That is fine. It seems like it's a one-way path to, to leave this room and to continue onward, so shall we? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can send uh, send something ahead first. Something ahead? Yeah, one of my friends. Hmm. You have friends? So I'll take 11 don't, minutes. Don't act so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take 11 minutes and cast Find Familiar okay. as a ritual, and I am summoning 
a little pink toad tarantula. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, while that summoning is going on, Tybalt is actually going to um, cast Goodberry, but for my little flavor, it's going to be he casts it in like a dark corner and pulls up a pile of mushrooms. All right, nice. What kind, what kind of mushrooms are they? Uh, are they the good stuff? Yeah. Yeah, morels. They look like little morels. <laughs> Little 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 chanterelles maybe. Yeah. Ooh, 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 so tasty. But yeah, so I have I have ten little mushrooms and uh, without without saying much, Tibbalt munches into one and then you know just hands them out you know just as a handful of mushrooms. Thank you. Ah, you're welcome. All right. Are these poisonous? Uh, they shouldn't be. Let me know. Let me know. That's about the extent of my knowledge on mushrooms. <laughs> they shouldn't be. If I'm gonna eat nah, it. It's got it's got everything you need. Does that include poison? <laughs> Valen's already right eating there. it. He's like, starving. He's like, oh. Just, just one, just one, just one. Yeah, surprisingly filling, actually. You were about to shovel more in your mouth, and you're like, wait, no. Actually, you feel like almost overfull just with the one. You're like, okay. It's very spongy. Yeah. I like, I use thaumaturgy to like toast mine up a little bit and like toss it in my mouth. Is that how that works? Or control flames, whatever. One of my fire cantrips. <laughs> It's something with fire, whatever it is. <laughs> or produce flames, yeah, thank you. All right, I'll eat it. Uh, I go around and offer one to Bass and the other folks. Bass grabs one and then takes at least one or two more for the others because the others are just kind of yeah, staring apprehensive. So, so Bass gestures over, sort of indicating, like, I've, I've got them, we'll see. But right. <laughs> we'll see if everyone else dies in, like, 10 to 20 minutes. We'll go Tibbled, yeah, Tibbled nods. And, well, all right. Everybody roll constitution. <laughs> Bass puts them in a little, like, uh, cloth and sets them aside for later. Regent, sir, do you have any suggestions of what we should prepare for? I know you say you don't come down here often or you don't know this place. I've also never gotten a report of anything like this going on down here. If any, he pauses and looks at you consideringly. You recognize this as being like the in-betweens, in which case I would be cautious. I realize that may be stating the obvious, but things aren't always what they seem. That is true. There are a lot of options of what this could be, but I don't know. Okay. Thank you for at least acknowledging that with me, so... I see no reason for you to be wrong. I'm still summoning. I was gonna say, are, are you, is he done summoning? Okay. Yeah. Uh, a few moments pass, and the spell completes... It feels momentarily very warm and dry in the room. And then there's almost a strange breeze that sweeps through the space. It feels refreshing in an odd way, like the dank air is rejuvenated and into space, <laughs> sort of folding out of a geometric chasm is a little tarantula. A tarantula. <laughs> <laughs> I, give, I give him a fingertip high five. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> so if we open the door just a little bit, I can send him out to see what's going on. Can we do that? Or is it like a Star Trek sliding door? That's kind of It's only I... all full open or full yeah. close. I mean, so far it has looked like it's Crap. only full open or full close, except for the ones that are broken. Well, we could quickly open it and close it. Can you move very quickly? He's very cute, by the way. I love him. Pretty quickly. Okay. Then I suppose we should do that. And then I guess we'll get a very quick glimpse of what's on the other side there. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who who here can fight? Maybe maybe we ready up by the door and get uh get Bass or the Regent to open the door for us. I like light up my hands with produce flame. Bass stands up, sort of throwing the the blanket she had over her uh, aside, and walks over to the the door. The Regent also sits up, and you notice he's looking better. 
There's a lot of color in his face. He's not moving his injured leg and he's being very careful, but he looks unnaturally better given the severity of his, his injury, but he, he's sort of bracing himself. Bass walks to the door and looks at you all waiting for the, the key. Uh, I will pull it out. I will give it to her. Okay. She grabs the key, looks at all of you, makes like strong eye contact with each of you, looks for the, the tarantula, which is sort of waiting right by the door, presses it in. It slides open. One, two, three. She removes it and it slides close. And he'll skitter along the wall. Okay. Are you looking through its eyes or yep. are you? Okay. I will... Hmm, which of these which of these folks is trustworthy? Are you saying that out loud? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll uh put a I'll put a hand on Valen's shoulder. <laughs> okay. And say, give me a good slap if something goes wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll warg into my spider. Okay, you do so. Tamir's eyes go wide and blue, um, as his face goes kind of distant. You feel this strange churning feeling, Tamir, as your consciousness slips just one room over, but still it's extremely disorienting. And it's vertical now. Exactly. <laughs> uh, into the, the body of your familiar. You find yourself in a very small room. It's, it's challenging to tell exactly what this room was meant to be as so much of whatever was here is destroyed just by time, not by, by damage. Uh, but you do see that there's what look like cubbies built into the walls and almost like there's like a two level system to the floor and after some consideration, it looks like maybe it was meant for drainage. There's also another door that this looks damaged. Um, it doesn't seem to be a, a door that was lockable, but it does have the same sliding mechanism as the, the ones you've seen so far. It's only partially open. In here, the noise from one room over is much louder. And you can see through the, the broken door and the, um, the space between the door and the, the door jam, there's a faint light coming from one room over. Can I skitter my way along the wall and mm -hmm. peek through that door? You can. Away? You look into the, the next room and you imagine at one time it was beautiful. The walls are adorned with a beautiful mosaic of colored stone, but so much of it is damaged and so many of the stones have fallen to the ground glittering on the floor that it's very difficult to figure out what it may have once meant to depict. In the center of this room is a deep, pool, an empty pool, and it's stone lined and very carefully laid out. It's a beautiful space, probably once a bathing chamber of some sort. But your attention is quickly taken away from the, the structure of the room by another screech that tears through the space. There's also something odd when you look into this room. You can't quite put your finger on it, but it's hard to look at the far wall. You can see the stone there, you can see the mosaic, you can see the other side of the pool, but it's almost distorted, like looking through fogged glass. You can't quite hmm. um, figure out why it looks odd, but there's something strange. And then from the center of the pool, you see a form rise and buck and scream and slam itself against the side. There's something, some sort of animal in this pool that is bouncing from end to end. It doesn't seem to be able to get out. And so instead it's throwing itself against the sides. But it's below the lip. Yeah. So I really can't see it. You can see sort of the top of it. You can see what look like horns rising up. Can I go further up the wall to get a better yep. shot? Uh, you do. You climb a little higher into the room and along the, the edge of the wall to, to look into this pool. And there you see what looks like an elk. <laughs> a, or at least some sort okay. of deer-like creature. 
It resembles an elk in that it has a deer-like body, it has horns, um, it's about the size that you would expect an elk to be, but it's warped and distorted, its skin taut and almost shadowy as smoke comes off of it. It turns and throws its head to one side and you see that it almost has two heads, at least two faces, one normal and one tearing out of its, its neck to the side. Okay. Its eyes burn from its face. Are you describing anything or are you just looking no, at it? No, I, I will come back to my regular senses. There is a beast, a remover, but it seems trapped. I, I, I don't know exactly what it is. What did it look like? An animal, uh, but not quite. I think we could go if you wanted to see it. Mm. Is it safe? Do you think it's safe for us to go and see? I don't... Hmm. Because <laughs> it certainly sounds It is distraught. very angry. But I don't think it is unsafe. Okay. Are we all agreed that we can proceed? Fine by me. Stick together. Maybe someone has seen something like this before. Mm, I would like to see this creature. Do you want me to close the door behind you when you go through? Oh, am I going by myself? Is that what's happening here? I I don't know. I just have the key. Do you want me to open and leave it open? Or do you all want me to close the door behind you? Maybe the four of us go. And we'll... uh... And if you want to stay in here and, and be safe, we could see if we can Before when we, we can knocked, assess. When, uh, when Tamir and I went out and we knocked on the door, could you hear us on the inside? Yeah, we can let you in if that's right. how you want to do that. Okay, then let's go see what this is. Okay. Lead the way since you know. Oh, all right. <laughs> I will shield up, though. <laughs> okay. Um, if I'm leading the way. So I'll pull my shield up and let us out. Okay. Bass puts the hexagonal key back into its slot and the door slides open silently. And she watches all of you, waiting for you to go through. I'll go through. Okay. Uh, as I go through, I cast Shillelagh. So okay. I just have that active. I'll pull my rapier out and follow. And I'll have my produce flames up as well. Okay. You all go through into the, the small chamber that lies between your room and the bathing area. Uh, the door slides shut behind you, and it's very dark, save for the very faint light that's pouring in from one room over. Hmm. All right. In here. Okay. So lead the way. Um, as somebody without dark vision, am I going to be impaired by the lack of light? In this room? Yes, yeah, so you don't know about... But the next room, room, there is well, light. Well, I've, okay. I've got flames up, oh, yeah, so right, right. I'm, like, lighting things okay. up. I, they give off 10-foot radius of bright light plus a 10-foot radius of dim light. Okay. And I have I have yeah. two hands. Okay, so, so yeah, I won't yeah. do anything about that right now. I'm a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the door is cracked. It's cracked, and when you put your hand on it, it, it seems like it'll move. All right. You can open it. I'll just, I'll just go right through. All right. Sounds good. Uh, you slide the door open and this dim light from the room over sort of spills into this chamber. Um, and you all very cautiously walk into this large, large room. You press up against the sides and in the, the center of this pool from just your normal height, you can see almost just tracing the edges of it, distressed and not super intelligent is this elk. It's pacing back and forth and make a stealth check, all of you, just to see if it notices you coming in. 18. 20. 14. 16. Okay, you're all fine. You, you sort of quietly press in um, and you can just see it walking back and forth, throwing its antlers against one of the walls. After a moment, darting towards one of the other walls and slamming into it. It's not really clear to all of you what it's trying to accomplish, whether it's trying to get out or 
It's hard to tell, but it is throwing itself against the walls of this pool. Is it is it elk size or is it bigger? It's is elk it, size. It's like elk size. Still pretty big. It's still yeah. pretty big. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. And does it look like any sort of creatures that I've seen before? Make an intelligence check. Just straight intelligence? Yeah. Okay. Oh no, 10. Okay. Sort of. You've seen creatures that wander outside of the bubble and the in-betweens, and you know that that sort of corruption can have very strange long-term effects on creatures. So it's possible that that's what's going on with this. Regardless, it doesn't look like a healthy deer. Okay. Or elk. I haven't seen this before. What's the cause of this? It is, it's some sort of effect that happens with creatures and organic life forms from the in-betweens. I, it's, it's hard to explain. It looks sort of familiar. I don't know how this is thing- that, Is that happening to us now? Uh, I don't know it, I, can actually- I, Can I like watch the thing and see what like effects the corruption is having on it? Uh, sure, make a perception check. 24. All right, watching the creature the longer you stare at it, the less normal it looks. When it's just standing still and at a glance, it actually does look a lot like a normal elk. Like even the, the strange shadowiness to it can resemble just dark fur. But the longer you, you stare, especially at its two faces, you realize it doesn't always have two faces. It's almost this strange dragging effect. It'll have one normal elk head. And then as it turns, it's almost like its features lag over behind it before they catch up with it. There's just something very off and you can't tell whether it's your perception of it that's flawed or whether it's actual organic being is... is. That feels unusual to me, but it is... I, I don't know. The in-betweens does unusual things to things. So I, in Viltford, typically you want to be warded against it. So, but I... From what I know here, you just... You don't have it, but it looks like you have it, so... What what are we to do? So you know how to make these wards? Oh no, I don't need them. <laughs> what what? I, I do not need them. I am not affected. It doesn't bother me. Uh, <laughs> you, you from there or something or from uh, from the in betweens? No, I'm not from the in betweens. I'm from Viltford though. Oh, and what's what's the difference between you and that poor elk there? I I, I don't know. It's just me. Actually, I would know this pretty extensively, like, so I could. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you you yeah. would know why you're you're mean. Okay. Tieflings just aren't bothered by it. It doesn't affect us. Fair enough. So I mean, you appear to be human, yes? Yeah, I'm human. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I don't have the skills to make warts against against in between corruption. I just don't need it. So. We should be careful and not be here very long. Don't touch that thing. We already slept here. It's true. It's been hours. I know. It is not you good. You could have told us. I, you did not ask. <laughs> this is this good. <laughs> the elk, in despair after throwing itself against one of the walls, lets out another high, warbling scream. It's very strange to listen to. It almost feels peaked. Like it's gone through like a low pass filter or something like that. There's there's something very off about it. Like you're listening to it from a distance, despite the fact that it's right there. As you're listening to that, you notice that there's another noise in this room. It's very low. It's like background noise to the point where you didn't really notice it when you came in. It just feels like like a distorted voice maybe coming from very far away. Very muted, very off. Is it static? 
more distorted than static. Okay. Should we uh, maybe uh, we should take care of this guy? We should put probably it, put it out of its misery. Put it out of I its mean... misery and then move on from this space. And our our main priority would be to get out of here, especially if the in betweens are starting to bleed between here and there. It just things get weird. Things get really weird. Yes, I, I'd like to Stand see if me. we can find somewhere to go. But we can't leave this. Well, it's like this. Can we go around it? You want to leave it here? I. I mean, I guess it, if it eventually gets out, it could affect us, and we don't want that. We have injured with us. That is true. I guess what we'd want to do is just clear the path as best we can. Mm-hmm. How big is the pool that it's in? I'm gonna say about 20 feet wide and about 25 feet long. It's a big space. Big so it's not. It's, a big pool. it's not round. It's like a. It's, it's a rectangular, like a rectangular yeah. pool. Okay. This room is like Hearst Castle yeah. <laughs> that you've described mm-hmm. yeah. so far. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a really great comparison. I, I didn't think it, of that. Yeah. yeah. The mosaics and the, the yeah. giant pool well, and everything. The, the pool itself isn't tiled. It's a stone pool and it's carefully constructed, but it, it doesn't have the same mosaic tile. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you all want to step back, I can at least get a little a little something on it to go, go right ahead. Away. Okay. How far are we from it right now? The lip's about seven feet wide. Uh, from the from the deer like the elk from the elk yeah oh, how, what's um, our what's our range I guess let's say you're about fifteen feet it's, away it's close it's pretty close and how much space is there behind us I mean the the lip is seven feet wide so you're pressed up against the wall you have seven feet in front of you but no space behind you ooh okay you can go back into the other room but within this room if you want to stay out of the view of this elk. You need to be pressed up against the wall. I want to be. I want to be able to see it. I want to have a clear shot at it, but I also want to make sure that we are far enough away from it too. I, so I think you're overthinking. This. Yeah, it's cool. Like, I, it's, can I cast Sacred Flame on this yeah, elk? Because right. I, I, oh, I was gonna do something. <laughs> That's fine. And I don't I'll, think it will die. <laughs> well, I'm gonna step back as well. I guess while you're casting Sacred Flame, because I see you do that, I'll put a finger up. And um, send a red line at it and cast fireball. Oh, dang. What? Okay. <laughs> Into the pool. I'm trying to make sure I'm far enough away because I don't want to be, us to be affected by the radius of it. Okay. It's a 20 foot radius. And if the pool is 20 feet across, 20 by 25. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and these would resolve pretty much simultaneously because it sounds like you were prepping at around the same time that he was just like, eh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like, what are you um, doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and make, it's a it's a deck save for Sacred Flame? It's or? deck save for each. Okay, so I'm just going to make one deck save for both of them and we'll oh, see okay. how this goes. No. <laughs> That's a seven for the elk. Okay. No. Oh. 56 plus four. That's 10 from Sacred Flame of Radiant Damage. Okay. All right, give me a sec. Fireball. Uh, 28 points of fire damage. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> The elk never sees you. Um, (laughs) Is in the midst of letting out one more high warbling scream when suddenly the entirety of the pool is filled with flames, both radiant and earthly. (laughs) It blasts across the bottom of the pool, consuming this deer and continues going sort of farther back into the pool because fireball takes up a lot of space and hits against something. 
halfway through the pool, the fires are eating across the floor and suddenly they flare up against some sort of invisible force. The fire crackles against it and there's this pulse in the room, a low bassy rumble. And then out of thin air come more forms that look very much like the one that just got consumed by fire. One, two, three, four, five more elk come charging through thin air. Two of them up on the sides of the pool and the others falling into the pool with a clatter and a splat as they just fall face first into the, the now very hot stone. There are five more elk in the room. Oh I think we need to roll initiative. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you, Farlina. <laughs> You're most welcome. <laughs> Normally, fireball solves all the problems. That just made more. I made no, five I'm not, more. I'm not in a small space here. <laughs> well, I was gonna retroactively do careful spell, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah this is way more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I got. You also we weren't in there. What you were yeah. you were avoiding exactly because you yeah. hadn't made a perception check on that yet. So she ain't wise, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what did everyone roll? Uh, let's do twenty to twenty-five. Twenty-one for Tibble. Okay. Nice. Fifteen to twenty. Sixteen. Okay. All right. Uh, ten to fifteen. Ten for Fallon. Farlina. Four. All right. <laughs> well, you just went, so that's yeah. <laughs> I'm good. She's I a solved that by that fireball. Yeah. In that case, Tybalt, uh, you from your vantage feel this heat blast across your your face. Your skin sort of going dry as you look out at the the scene in front of you. It looks like two of the elk have fallen prone in the the pool, not expecting to fall from space. One has sort of found its footing in the the pool um, and is throwing its head from side to side. And there's two more up on the lip on either side, uh, looking around blearily. They have the same corrupted look as the one that's already been killed. Cool. So Tybalt is going to actually use Wild Shape. Okay. Ooh. Um, which, uh, it's a fun one. Um, let me actually pull up the <laughs> details on it. What are you going to do? Symbiotic Entity. Yeah, so Tybalt is going to run in the room, and while he does this, I guess normally in his robes, he's, he's kind of a skinny dude, but he, he just weirdly starts bulking up, and you, you get the sense that there's there's just more mass there. And maybe just like looking at him, it looks like growths coming out of his robes. Little, I don't know if you've seen, seen mold. Like little bits of mold coming out from under his cloak. Uh, oh, it's very creepy. And um, also going to cast Shillelagh on... Uh... You already did that. Oh, uh, well, it only lasts a minute. So, oh, okay, yes. Yeah. You'll so presumably it's, it's up again. And then finally, um, am I gonna, am I, would I be within 10 feet of one of the ones on the lip? Uh, probably not. That's okay. farther. Those are on either side of the pool. So if it's a rectangle, two on either side, and you're on the line perpendicular oh, okay. with those lips. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, yeah. And then, so that's, that's it. That's an action and a bonus action. So... Um... Do you want to use your movement to get close? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then get as close as I can to one of them. Okay. Uh, so you run along one of the lips towards... Uh, do you want to go left or right? Uh, let's go left. Okay. Along the, the wall that hugs the, the room that you recently exited, and then along the, the wall towards one of these elk, which rears back and sort of stomps in place as you okay. get close. Um, and then it's everything with a reaction when they get within um, 10 feet. Let me know so, okay. I can do my, so I can do my deal. Well, the one in front of you is about to do that because <laughs> okay, the, cool. the elk are up next. So this elk is going to lower its horns and charge at the person that's running <laughs> towards it. So it doesn't get to move 20 feet because you're pretty close to it, which is good. So instead it just uh, rams into you trying to see if it can knock you to the side. Okay, but first when it enters within 10 feet, it needs to make a constitution. It can do that. 
Uh, that's probably gonna fail. That's almost definitely gonna fail. That's a seven. All right. So what happened? It takes five points of necrotic damage. Ooh, nice. Um, but why? As it enters the the, <laughs> I've talked about this before. There's there's just kind of a musty air about about Tybalt. As soon as it enters this field, it's it's these spores cling to it and start budding and growing on it. You can see that happen, and actually the spores begin to eat across the, the flesh of this thing's face as it charges towards you, revealing sort of twisted muscle beneath the skin. But it just keeps going and it is going to attack you. Okay. Four. That's a 20 to hit. Oof, yeah, that hits. All right. So that does five damage as it tears into you. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh no. Uh-oh. Oh no. Dang. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> That is a 20. That is a 20. Okay. The horns catch you in your side and sort of bruise you as... as oh, 23. The, 23, actually, but yeah. That's fine. <laughs> um, as the, the force ripples through your body. It hurts, but there's also... There's something strange about the contact of this creature when it runs into you. You feel a moment of fatigue, for lack of a better way of saying it. It's almost like the feeling when casting a cantrip. Mm-hmm. It's not a major expenditure. You you don't feel tired or anything like that. But there's something about this being in contact with you that feels off and worrying. Uh, but you brush it aside and hold your ground as this thing runs into you. Be careful! Don't let them touch you! I just told you that! <laughs> with that one's move out of the way, the two that are prone in the, the pool stand up. It's really awkward. They, they don't seem to have full control over their limbs, so it looks kind of noodly and, and bizarre. <laughs> it's, it's more creepy than funny, but it, it rides that line in a very strange way. And they sort of start moving towards the edge of the pool that you'll stand near. Uh, the one that's already found its feet is going to try to clamber its way out. I don't think this is going to oh, go boy. well, but it's going to try. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sort of tries to snake one of its its hooves up on the stone, but it slips and falls and lands prone, so it's, it's just on its side. The other one that's up on the lip is going to charge, and it's got 50 feet of movement, so it's going to be able to get to you all. Who is closest on the right side? I, I, what was your order when you came into this room? I think I was... Farlina was second after Tamir. I went left. I was in the back. So it's probably you, Valen. Yeah, because um, I'm probably between Valen and Tamir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this elk is going to use all of its movement to make its way uh, along the lip of this pool, its hooves clattering in this very loud noise as it makes its way over. It's going to lower its head and slam into you. Uh-oh. Oh, and that's a natural 20. Mm. Um, oh, no. So... I see. Uh, here we go. So here we go. <laughs> so that's gonna be 21 points of damage. Dodge? Oh, can I can I dodge? dodge. <laughs> I will try. Can you dodge? I will try. I, I think you just do. Oh, okay. I'm gonna dodge. I'm gonna use my reaction to try and dodge it. Okay, Isn't so that, that would then yeah. half the damage that you take? Yeah. Okay. That would then be... 10 points of damage. Yeah. Okay. So reduced to 10. Thank God. That's better. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, and I need you to make a strength saving throw. Okay. <laughs> You're getting trampled. It works for you, but not for me. <laughs> seven. God damn. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, seven. you fail. You feel your feet leave the ground as you're picked up by the horns that just almost bored you. 
and it lifts you up in the air and throws you to the side into the pool where you fall several feet and uh, end up hitting hard on your shoulder and you are prone in the middle of the pool. That resolves the elk's turn. Uh, it is Tamir. Okay. Oof. I will continue along the left wall. Okay. Um, is my spider low enough that I could pick it up along the way? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna grab my spider off the wall. <laughs> okay. And just pop, I don't know, pop him on my shoulder for now. You can use a um, reaction to do that. I'll make it to the corner, and I'm gonna cast bless on everyone except me. Okay. Um, so it's a what plus is the range for bless? Thirty feet. Okay. What does that give us? Plus one d four on saving throws and attacks. Sweet. Hopefully we can start passing some of these saving throws. <laughs> and that's my action. And I can't really do anything with my bonus action right now. So I'll, I'll be in the corner. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Sounds good. Valen, you're up. You are prone on the ground in the pool. Yeah. But with blessed. Two. But blessed. <laughs> yeah. With two of them. Uh, there's three of them, actually. Oh. <laughs> One is prone. The other two are on their feet and kind of close. Oh, I'm going to stand up. Okay. That's half your movement. Yeah. Do you, can, does it look like I could get purchase on the wall at all? Uh, you probably can. It's about 10 feet down, um, so you'd need to kind of run your way up it, but you could probably parkour your way up. Okay, I'll, I'll try and do that. Okay, make a dexterity check. Okay. Mm, this, let's say this is athletics, actually. So that's strength. Yeah. Right? 16? Okay, yeah, you're good. Uh, Yeah, you um, sort of sprint at the wall, manage to get a few footholds up before you jump up and grab the edge, and you're able to pull yourself up. That's all of your movement, Um, but you are now up back uh, on the the lid. That being said, there is a elk very close to you, Uh, so you're currently within melee of the the elk that threw you in. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So can I just attack it? You can. Go for it. (laughs) Would I get a sneak attack? No, because okay. it knows you're there <laughs> yeah. and it isn't flanked. Okay, yeah. Uh, because just... you were the, the farthest one near. Okay, regular attack. Yeah. And Plus 1d4. On this? Yes. Okay, 13. Plus 1d4. Roll a d4. <laughs> no, you, I mean, you can if you want. If you want to, you're blessed. It's okay, it hits. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> never mind. It's not okay. I may have overkilled the first one a little <laughs> Yeah, bit. the fireball. <laughs> So, uh, go ahead, roll damage. Okay. What are you doing? Are you attacking it with the rapier? Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. 12. All right. You clamber up on top of this lip, find your feet, take out your rapier, and just slash across the neck of the, the elk in front of you. It rears back and sort of slams against the, the far wall, and that hurt it. it. It does not look great, but its glowing yellow eyes sort of peer into you as its features drift slightly. It's very disconcerting up close. Yeah, that, you did it. It's still alive though, uh, but you did a lot of damage. Uh, Farlina, you're up. Okay. How close are the three elks in the pool to each other? Two of them are pretty close. Uh, they're probably within uh, 10 feet of each other. One is farther back. Sorry, they're probably within like seven feet of each other. One is farther back, it's about 15 feet away. Okay, so none of them are within five feet of each other. They're just all sort of spread out a little bit. Yeah, the okay. closest ones are, are just seven make sure. feet apart. Okay, cool. I'm going to cast Scorching Ray on the three of them in there. So that'll be three ranged attacks on the three of the elks. Okay. And that's all one action is sending out three bolts? Yep. Yeah. Three bolts is one action. Okay. First one's a natural 20. All right. 
Second one's a natural 19. Are they all three different attack? Yes, they are. And the third one is uh, 18. Okay. Plus 1d4. They all, they all hit. They all hit. They all Nobody's hit. using it. I wasted my turn on it. 100%. How long does it last? Sorry. A minute. Everyone's just rolling well. I'm waiting for, like, if I need it for a wisdom save. As many it's times as yes, you need a... to use oh. it. Yeah, bless is, bless is pretty good. Oh. All the time for I a minute. It was like a one. Oh, that was a one-time spend. That's why I thought we needed to hold on to them. Anyway, but they all hit. <laughs> okay, so they each get... 2d6 plus 4 fire damage. So I'll roll the first attack, um, which is the crit. Uh, was that 13? Wait. Times 2? No. Is 13 the dice damage? 13 is the dice damage. 13 can't be the dice damage. It's 2d6. 2d6 plus 4. <laughs> Because I have elemental adept. Okay, but 13, we were asking what the dice damage was. Oh, because you oh. 22. The, the <laughs> dice damage. Okay. 22, is 22 is the damage. 22 okay. is the damage. Sorry about that. Okay, and then the second attack, 14. And then the third one, uh, 9. All right, so um, one blast leaves your hand. They basically just arc away from you in these three beams. Uh, one tears through one of the closer elk and just eats it. You can see its flesh burn away from the, the blast and it just falls to the ground, bleeding and then is dead. Uh, the other two take the hits, one to the shoulder and one almost to uh, a horn blasting the horn off. They look injured, but they are up. Okay, and then yeah, what the hell? There is one looking more injured than the other? Or they're looking about the same? I can't really I mean, tell. The, the one, They're both injured. Okay. The one that took nine damage is less, less damage than the other one. That's fair. Um, I'm going to spend a sorcery point um, to do a quicken spell, and I'm going to cast Burning Hands. On you can only the... cast a cantrip. I can only cast a cantrip? Oh, okay. Uh, never mind. Uh, then I will uh, cast uh, Produce Flame and throw a flame at one of them that I think maybe just lost its horn. Okay, um, what's the, the range of Produce Flame? Let's see. 30 feet. Okay. Yeah. So it has to make, when I cast it and throw it, I, oh, I make a ranged spell attack. Plus 1d4. Plus 1d4. <laughs> which I will use. I really just want someone to use it. Hey, you got three. Uh, 20 to hit. Okay, that hits. Okay. And then uh, 12 points of fire damage. Okay. You rocket a piece of almost the idea of fire towards it but the second it hits it catches in a very big way um it almost feels like there's oil on the coat of this creature and it goes up you can see it sort of panic for a moment before it just is completely engulfed in flame um and it falls to the ground okay valen retroactively i'm sorry i forgot can you please make a wisdom saving throw oh yes (laughs) oh no Blessed, you're blessed. You're blessed. blessed. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, thirteen. Okay. Ooh. That just makes it. That, yeah. <laughs> um, you feel that the the same experience that um Tibble had, where you feel strangely drained, but you're able to shake it off. Um, all right, Tibble, it is your turn. Hey, uh, first things first, that elk that is in within 10 feet of me, another constitution saving throw. Okay. Nope, that's an eight. 
All right. Um, Mold propagates. Yeah, more. Yeah, more spores latch onto him. Maybe some of the ones that are there are even starting to grow fruiting bodies for a total of seven uh, necrotic damage. Okay. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Tybalt sees this and winds up with his staff and just smacks the face. Just, just, just starts wailing on the cell. Uh, <laughs> that is not great. Blessed. So that is uh, 17. That hits, yes. Yes. And then because... Um, as uh, Tybalt hits it, sort of the uh, God, the, the mold that are starting to grow on him, you notice like a, maybe it's a fr- an extra fruiting body at the edge of the shillelagh, so it does an extra six point d six. All damage. right. <laughs> I, I really like the circle of force. If that's not coming across, Infecty boy. <laughs> yeah, real gross boy. So that is nine plus three, so that's twelve damage. Okay, you slam into the the head of this creature. It knocks into the the wall, and you can see the the fungus take hold as it grows at an incredible speed across the, the body of this elk, and its flesh just kind of starts to go oozy and melt off of it. It falls to the ground, um, knocked out by the the blow, and cool. begins to be eaten by. Those yeah, Tybalt uh, hmm. is gonna then just thirty feet of movement and run towards the other elk that is out of the pool. Okay. I think you're going to not quite make it because okay. it's on the other corner. Okay. Um, so yeah, you're you're not quite in melee with it. Cool. All right. Uh, there are two more elk. So let's see. So there's there's one in the pool and there's, there's one on that one. Yeah. So the one in the pool, it yeah. stands up, looking very scorched and very damaged, but shakes itself off and it's gonna try one more tra- time to get out of the pool. <laughs> oh, here it goes. Poor baby. <laughs> uh, it doesn't fall prone this time, but it just kind of scrapes against the um, the stone and bucks rising up on its back legs and just kind of letting it out one of those high warbling screams again. In response to that, the one that's up on the edge near Valen is going to try one more time to uh, ram into you. It doesn't have space to run, so it's just going to be a, a standard ram attack. Ooh, that's a 19 though. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be like 24 to hit, which hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting there like. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to roll damage for that. That is eight damage, eight bludgeoning damage. And I need you to make another uh, wisdom saving throw. Okay. Plus, you said eight? Bless, bless. Yeah, it was eight damage. Okay. <laughs> Plus your d4. Right. <laughs> 13. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> barely makes it. The the right, um, the horns ram into your side and push you uh, like a few inches back, uh, but you're able to sort of brace against the strange draining energy that you feel coursing through your body. You look up into its its glowing eyes. They're kind of panicked, but you you manage to stave off the effect. Uh, Tamir, you're up. There's one left. Aren't there two? Oh, no, there's two left. Sorry, there's the one up on the lid, and then there's the one that's just kind of running around. All right, the, 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 the one inside is sad, so I will attack the one that's attacking Val. Okay. <laughs> and I will sound the end for him and totally dead. All right, go for it. Uh, there's a wisdom save for that elk. <laughs> then it definitely dies. Oh, no, dies. that's a two. <laughs> 15 yeah. product damage. Yeah, it's real dead. <laughs> Farewell. All right, you hear this ringing in the the room. It almost amplifies the strange distorted humming that you've been hearing throughout the the space, but it rocks through this creature, which throws its head to the side, confused, before it just kind of falls in place and is dead. 
And now there's one left running around in the, in the pool. Um, we will tell your story. Yeah. Uh, Valen, you're up. I don't really have any range. You can choose to hold an action. You can jump down to the pool. There's I'll hold. Of... I'll hold action in case it runs towards us. Okay. Yeah. So like a attack with the rapier. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, for Lena. Okay. I will. Uh, I'll summon a produce flame and I'll just like hurl it down at it. Um. So let me make my deck. Not great. Twelve. Oh, that hits. Oh yay! Cool. <laughs> Uh, 12 points of fire damage. Okay. And that is enough. It catches on the the back of this creature as it's like hooving against the wall trying to to get purchase. And much like the the other one, it's almost like there's oil on its fur. It just ignites and goes up. And after a moment, the the elk falls to the ground and is dead. And it's quiet. That's all the elk. Okay, maybe no more fireballs in enclosed space. Did it not work? It worked. It, it did kill the one elk that was here before. Uh, okay, okay. I will be more... I, what do you want? Cautious? I'll be yes. more cautious with do them? Do you see where we are? Yes, I can. Are you okay, by the way? Well, I guess it was better than if we went through and they appeared, you know. Where did they even come from? Make a perception check. Okay. Just her. Uh, just her. Uh, just Arlena, because she's the one. Um, <laughs> but we're good. Uh, 15. Okay. 15? On a 16. With 15, looking across at where the, the creatures sort of fell from space, you see that there's, well, again, there's something very odd about the air on uh, that side of the room. There's no rift, there's no portal, there's no anything like that, but there's something strange about the air that's, it's almost like there's a physical thing distorting your view. And as you walk towards it, you can see that there's, in the middle of the pool and over to the side, like scar tissue in the air, for lack of a better way of putting it. You can get around it. You can sort of see that if you follow the the lip on the left, you can sort of skirt the wall and get around this distortion. Um, It takes place probably, takes up maybe, 20 feet across in the the air um so all the way across the the pool and a little bit of the the far lip and maybe five feet from top to bottom is this what my my big fireball hit yeah okay and it seems like the the blast interacting with it may have led to the the elk coming through i think this is what it was whatever my i guess when my magic hit it it did something and pulled them through but I don't know from where. I don't know what this is. Presumably some kind of in-between forest. Oh, yeah, the in-betweens are just fucked up and weird, so who, who's to say? You are to say. You are the one with us that knows these things. <laughs> I just, I don't know. When you live there, it's just there. It's just part of your life. And you put bubbles up to make sure that people's houses don't get right. stepped on, so... You have caution. <laughs> Are there other doors in this room? Yes, there are. Are they in that area, or are they outside of that area? There's one um, past that area. It's on the far Ah. side of the room. Again, it looks, Arlena, from your your exploration, it looks like you can get past this thing without interacting with it. And yeah, there's two large, it's like a double door um, on the the far side. Probably doesn't need to be said, but don't touch that thing. Okay. (laughs) I'll try not to cast a fireball at it. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha. So most of the walls are sort of destroyed here. Is there any iconography around? Make a 
Let's do a history check just to see if you can piece it all together. Yeah. Nice. 24. All right. That's pretty good. There's not really iconography. It doesn't seem like if if this ever was depicting like a scene or something like that, you that you cannot put together. But from a, a color standpoint, it rings a few bells for you. Specifically that all of the, the tile here is green. It's mottled green, almost like it's suggesting maybe foliage, maybe a forest or something along those lines. It definitely doesn't show a sky and it doesn't show water, but there's this like a lot of texture to the green that's being shown there. There's also scattering of bright gold pieces. And upon exploration, it doesn't look like it's actual gold. It's a gold stone um, that catches the light in a very surprising way. Are there any elks that were not burned? Uh, yes, there are. I would like to set them on fire, please. <laughs> okay. um, uh, I would just like to use produce flames to just boom, boom, just like light them up. I want to I wanna burn them. You go over to the, the two elk on the, the lip of the pool, um, because both of those avoided your flames. And much like with the others, uh, even their dead forms ignite immediately and slowly burn Actually, down. Uh, is there still fungus on that one? Uh, yes, there is. It <laughs> really wants to stop you and not, not let you burn the fungus. You can, you can try. I mean, Perlina's closer it. to the yeah, one yeah. with she, Yeah. I mean, you can like, stop my hand. I was going to do something yeah. too. Because like one, you probably can't do this all at once and you're closest to the one that's near Valen. So I'm going to assume true. you did that one first. Yeah. It takes about, yeah, I mean, it would take six seconds between. So I would do one, okay. throw it. I'm distracted. And then. Uh, Tibble, Tibble just will kind of like, uh, uh, you, mind, you mind leaving that one? Yes, I don't want it to stand back up later. D- don't worry, don't worry about that. It's it's been taken care of. Are you sure? Hundred percent. Is this standard practice? Well, yes. We don't want to leave dead things lying around because they, we want them to stay dead. Again, is the undead such a problem? It can <laughs> Where be. You are from? <laughs> yes, it can. We uh, want these, things to stay these, at rest. These aren't really undead per se. There, there's something else. They're weird. You want me to be cautious? This is me being cautious. Oh no, I, I understand. I just... I wanted to know. Yes, it is, uh, like I said, weird things happen, and you have to take precautions. So, I would like them to stay dead. This one will stay dead? Yeah. Okay. See see the fungus on it? Also, yeah, by the way, I, I, do, still, but... I still have wild shape up, so <laughs> just while we're talking, there are just, like, little fruiting bodies, all that just appear. I, I don't want to be rude, but you me. may want to wash your clothes. It's a little damp down here. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Is this, I mean, it looks like things are growing, like... Is that normal? Is that what you do? Yeah. Got a, got a problem with it? <laughs> yeah, but that's alive. It's it's growing. Exactly. Perlina, make an arcana check. Okay. <laughs> uh, 20. You feel like maybe you still want to use fire on this one. <laughs> this isn't going to be like those ants where the mold eventually controls the body. I can come can't. back and get I, us. The mold just looks really, really like shifty for a second. <laughs> Friend, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I still think I would like to to burn it though. I would just I would just feel better. Nothing against you and what you can do and your powers. They're quite impressive. I mean, it's a little weird. I've never seen anything like it before. You're you're growing. I just I don't want things to grow. It needs to stop. I'm sorry. Yeah, this place this place is weird enough. Go ahead. And I'll produce flame on it and okay. light it up. Yeah, you do. And as it as it ignites, it lets out a strange noise, and then falls still. Okay. Like a hissing noise. It's unclear Definitely whether it's like a living noise. It doesn't sound like the screams the elk were, were 
using. By the way, if anyone's heard an elk noise, mm-hmm. they do scream. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that that's weird teeny. Yeah, that's a normal yeah. noise for yeah. an elk. Um, it doesn't sound like an elk scream. It, it just seems like a strange hissing noise before it, it lies still. Yeah. Thank you. I, I didn't mean any offense to you at all for this, funnily enough. So I, I mean, your, your default reaction seems just to burn everything, which, eh, probably, <laughs> probably the safest thing down here. You know, not they... always. <laughs> <laughs> I I I feel better now. So thank you for letting me do that. Should we get, should we go get the others? Uh, well, uh, we've established it's not exactly safe. Well, we don't want to leave them behind. We need to keep progressing with maybe, them. Maybe uh, maybe Jonathan knows something about that That's being true. there. Uh, we can check in on him at least. They're only one. It's only one room back. Hmm. Sure. Good idea. We'll go. We'll go see. I'm going to pocket one of the, the gold stones, too. Okay. You're able to pry one Just off the, the wall. It doesn't need to be big. Yeah, you got it. I know that it was mentioned earlier that some of the architecture had looked like similar-ish to Vailt for Stuff. Does any of this in the room look familiar in that way or not really? No, not really. Okay. That's all. I just, like, when I was doing, like, a little pass. Yeah, when I was looking around. To be honest, the architecture in this room is fairly simple, despite the ornate decoration. It's a rectangular chamber with a rectangular pool. There's not much to go off of, other than just the way the stones come together. And and the fact that stone of the type that's used in the mosaics is present. Okay. Yeah. Again, let's, let's avoid the weird distortion thing over there. I don't know if Jonathan will know anything about it, but we can... We can point it out to him. Maybe some of his people have... At least let them know we're okay. That is true. I'm sure that was they probably, quite, they quite prob- a ruckus. They probably heard, yeah, <laughs> some of the... Uh... Okay, we'll head on back. Okay. You move through the small chamber that separates this room from your home base and knock on the, the door uh, to get Bass's attention. Uh, after just a few seconds, the door slides open and you see Bass's wide-eyed face looking up at all of you. She just stays silent, looking at you like, what was that? It is safe now, for at least the brief foreseeable future. Sounded like there were more of them. Yes, and we might need to speak with you all about this, because it it is weird. It is just weird. Okay, she steps aside and and just sort of gestures (laughs) in. Go on in. As you all walk in and Bass closes the door behind you, you can see that clearly the noise alerted all of them in here, <laughs> yeah. and they've been, they've been making ready. Lady O'Preed has, has stand up and sort of uh, adjusted herself, and she's sort of waiting on the far side of the chamber near the, the door to the, the large central hall. The regent, too, actually has... It looks like he's been trying to put himself back together. Uh, he had taken off the boot on his injured foot the day before and also rolled up his pant leg. And he seems to be just checking out the damage to try to see what he's capable of. And looking at it, uh, especially you, Tamir, who got a good look at it yesterday, mm-hmm. it's better. It's actually a lot better. Considering it was a compound fracture the, the day before, there's no marring of the skin where the the bone had broken through um, it's very purple and it's swollen but oddly it seems like it's it's healing itself over time mm. also once again he seems a lot more with it his eyes are bright and darting between all of you consideringly trying to to see what the what damage has been done to you and after a moment uh he he pauses and says is anyone feeling sickly is anyone feeling off you and I, mean, I, wasn't I, fun. I point to the two that got hit by the elks and I say, you two, uh, was it Valen and Tybalt? Are you okay? What are you feeling right now? 
I feel great. And as he says that, he flicks one of the fruiting bodies and just a big puff of spores shoots up. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that that is your great concerns me. Velen, are you okay? I feel pretty normal, despite the fact just kind of got marred. But, you know. I mean, when they hit, yeah, it's, it's, I get the sense things could have been much worse. I think we're all okay. But there is something going on in the other room that is distorting space and and elks came out and fell on the ground and it, yeah. Is it safe in there at the moment? It's safe at the moment. There's okay. nothing there now. Help me up. Uh, and he just kind of like holds his arms out. Like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Let's get a splint on that at least. Fine. I'll, I'll wrap a quick splint. Okay. <laughs> he looks very impatient, but he, he stands still um, and lets you sort of splint his leg. He stands up quickly and then swoons a bit. Um, and, and as he tries to put weight on his leg, he flinches back and is like, oh, okay, that's a really, really bad idea. Did you eat one of those mushroom things that uh, that your bomber man gave you? I did not, no. I don't your blame bomber. you. <laughs> bomber man 64. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't blame you, but I actually think it would help you, though. I, I think there's some, some rations in the, the cupboard. Probably should eat something if you need to walk on that leg. I, yes. I, I will in a moment. Hey, I, um, I, I have only good intentions for Jonathan here. Can I? He, he actually kind of smiles and just shakes his head. Like, he's, he's just overwhelmed by what's going on right now and just does not want to deal with that. <laughs> still, still no healing? Because these guys got a little roughed up. He pauses for a moment. Make a persuasion check. Uh, 15. Okay, he's going to roll against them. No. He shakes his head. Okay. He he sort of glances around the room for a moment, and then his mouth tightens, and his expression goes flat. It's just, nah. What about you, Valen? You got knocked but, down a couple of times there. Yeah. <laughs> I could use some, some healing. Hmm. Well, if we're moving on right away... Nobody else got hurt. <laughs> I don't think. It's fine. I'll, I'll carry you, on. I'll give you a little bit. I'll give you a little bit. I will say a kind word. Oh. <laughs> You're doing well. They say the nobility don't do any work, but <laughs> I saw, I saw I mean, you do okay in that. We don't, so. <laughs> Take your six points of healing. Thank you. Uh, you feel the, the bruising on your, your chest and side, just sort of like that, that throbbing pain lessens and cools. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll, I'll help him into the next room. Okay. He grabs onto the back of your cloak and stumbles as best he can towards the door. He's not putting any weight on his, his legs. So it's not a, it. Yeah, pretty much. It's not a, an elegant movement, but he grabs onto the wall as Bass reopens the door. I'll offer an arm as well if okay. he needs another arm to brace against. He takes yeah. it. He's not really putting up much of a front here. It looks like any sort of pride he could have had is just not manifesting um so he gratefully takes it and you all walk him over to the bathing chamber and he looks in with consideration doesn't really say anything he just looks in his do, lips go tight do we proceed I, I don't know i mean it seems like we need to continue through here regent sir what do you make of this he sort of considers and looks at all of you can you all it's too far away this is stupid, but could you throw something at it? I want to see what happens. Magic or not? <laughs> Golden uh, stone. Yep. Uh, Whip it. Uh, all right. <laughs> Make an athletics check. Oh, damn it. <laughs> That's why he didn't want to De- do it. Dex attack. Come on. Sure, fine. <laughs> Go for it. 11. <laughs> 
You throw it, it sails across the pool, but unfortunately sort of goes under the strange warp in space and just clatters across the pool. Tybalt, Tybalt doesn't make a joke about this, but he, he says to he says to the regent, we we uh, we already tried that. Uh, the fireball hit it, and uh, about five, five of those fucking elk came through. Well, that's distressing. That would mean there's something going on on the other side that may have spooked them. Is there, a, is there a forest glade on the other side? I don't know. This is new. This is new. I've been down here before. This is not what was here before. Frankly, this has been an empty room ever since we started exploring this space, and I never paid it any attention. Can, can we also rewind, and can I ask who them are in this case? Is that the elk, or is there is there some other kind of entity on the other side? Unfortunately, because of how the in-betweens work, I don't know what the other side means here. Lots of different planes of the in-betweens can cross over a single space. Imagine folded fabric, all bunched at one location and pinned there. That pin is this tear through, but it can punch through a lot of pieces of fabric. I don't know whether this is one portion of the in-betweens that is crossing over here or whether it's many. The path that we take in order to get from the castle to down here, it's one way. There's just one single piece of in-betweens that crosses between it. But this is new. This has never been here before. I've never seen the in-betweens tear like this. Well, so could this not also be the way back? It's worth a shot, but also it could lead somewhere dangerous. With Here, here is dangerous. <laughs> that is the thing about the in-betweens. You can go through them and you can go in and out. And at least in Viltford, like the region said, they pass in and out of, of where you are. I don't know. It's so hard to describe. I don't know how to describe it other than... I'd very it's, much like to see. It's other places or a place. About, uh, I don't know. What about one of those wards? You got one of those, Jonathan? You know how to make them? He pauses for a sec and then pulls down on his shirt and you can see the very top of what looks like a very intricate tattoo that's on his chest. And he releases it and says, I have one, but I don't have the, the skill to give you one. That's hmm. another thing. It's a gamble. Some of the in-betweens is warded and it's safe and there are pathways that have been constructed that get you from one place to the other. And in other cases, there's nothing. And if something was charging through this, I think it's more likely than not that there's nothing on the other side to protect you. Or me, or us. On one hand, it could take us home, but on the other hand... It could take us gods nowhere. It could take us anywhere. Why don't we see if the doors at the other end can be blocked behind us, if we continue on that way? You mean the doors behind us currently? No, the other side of the chamber. Oh. So if we moved on, we could lock these doors and keep this separate from our path. We just, we don't know. We don't know what's in the next room. Yeah, I suppose we could at least see and see what is happening in the next room. And see if we could lock this behind us if we continue on. No surprise, Elk. Fine by me. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tibble, can you go check the door? <laughs> yeah, Tibble will go over and check the door and see if there's the spot. I guess, does um does Bass have the key? The little, Bass the yeah, Bass has the key. Okay. You can um, go get it from her. Uh, I'm just going to go check and see if there's a slot for the key. But I'm not going to take it yet. Uh, you... Walk along the, the lip of the pool, ducking underneath the strange warping space um, and making your way past it. Looking back, again, it's like strange warped glass and you can't even see the faces of your mm -hmm. companions on the other side. Uh, you keep moving and you near the far wall and the large intricate doors that are set into it. These don't appear to slide in the same way that the rest do. These look like they, they open in or out, but there is a uh, hexagonal indentation on one side. Are they locked? 
Yeah, we could we could probably lock them. And they're they're yeah, they're locked. Is the door we just went through locked again? Do, are we able to reclose it from the room we came from? If we're trying to section off this area, we want to lock both doors from either end. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> you go back and check yeah. with Bass, who has not reclosed the door. Uh, and there is a hexagonal indentation on this side of the door as well. So if you had the key, okay. you could lock this on this side. Perfect. I think that is something so we can do. So safest would be to, to move on to the next chamber, probably. But we could also take the risk here. To pass yeah. through? I'll, I'll admit to a level of curiosity. <laughs> Some, someone else could try throwing something at it. The fact that... Okay. <laughs> I got this guy on my left, okay? <laughs> there are only two people here who could pass through there relatively safely, and even then, you would, all, you would be putting all of yourselves at risk. We don't know where we're going if we continue. We could never make it out of here. Do we know where we're going if we continue? And I turn to the regent. Like, do you know what is beyond the baths here? You said there's more of this temple. There's a hall beyond here in this room past here. Uh, with some creepy-looking statues on either side. Oh, lovely. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. I like stairs. There's the far end of the long hall, which has some sort of altar on it, um, and a large door that leads farther in. I recognize the architecture. We've not messed with it, but it's something worth exploring, perhaps. I'm not going to say it's safer than going through whatever this rift is. Seems like all of our options are a little dangerous. I think no matter what, everyone here is potentially at the risk of whatever whatever corruptive force the in-betweens has, because things are sort of collapsing in on itself here, it seems. When you say we shouldn't stay, is that in hours or days? Or would I know what I know like roughly the time that it takes for Make a medicine check for corruption and stuff to take place? Okay. Ugh. Two. Oh. You have absolutely oh, no, no idea. Okay. No, I really cannot say. I, it's. It doesn't affect me. So. Uh, okay. Okay. And my family. We. We are. I yeah. Just, I like to know what we're getting into. I wish I could tell you, but it's just not. It has never been a concern for me. I say we okay. move on. Hey, given given all that, my vote would be to move to the next room. I'd also like to see this altar. I say, I say we're in it for the long haul. <laughs> the the long haul. I got it. I just didn't. Respond. Nobody laughed <laughs> on purpose. Gosh. Uh, with that, the regent sort of reaches away from you, Tamir, and grabs onto uh, the wall behind him. I imagine that I am going to slow you down if you are investigating. I will walk with you if you want guidance, but I also don't particularly want to get in your way. We should probably leave you one one room back, maybe. Um, I can head back to. The... Well, we can lock these doors. Something. Unless you don't want to be here. It's probably not a good idea. I <laughs> would prefer not to be alone in the room with the elk. Something we can at least do is truck on ahead, see where that leads, and if that leads to nowhere, then we can come back for you and, I guess, explore this rift here? Okay, okay. So you're saying we open this door, put them back in the other room, fly back and forth. Well, <laughs> they're concerned about, about slowing us down. If we're trying to find a way out, we need to be able to move. True. We're going, but we're going to have to uh, come we, back we for them him, anyway. We lock him in the room and then carry the key with us. We'll need it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the regent begins sort of pressing up against the wall and walking himself back to the, <laughs> the other room while you guys are talking. <laughs> See, he looks like he, he, he needs wants to stay. To, he wants to be up the way. Uh, Valen will go help him. <laughs> gotcha. Sure. Uh, you walk over and again, he just takes your, your help. I, um, I turn to Bast and yeah, Lady Opreed 
and say, what about you two? What do you want to do? Can you, do you want to proceed with us? Do you want to stay with him? You have, you both have been fairly quiet in all of this. Lady Opreed, for a moment, loses the blank look on her face and it just sort of twists into a tight sneer before that, that goes away. And she just kind of shakes her head. From what I heard, our options are to jump into complete unknown and almost definitely death or to stay here and die slowly. So I don't know. You're gonna mess with an altar. You're going to what? Go through, go through a rip in space. Neither of those sound yeah. great to me. Honestly, I don't think they sound great to anyone here right now. But we don't. Those are our only two options. So I understand you're scared, but we have to. We have to proceed. We have to do something. Well, you all proceed, and I'll see how that goes. I turned to Bass Fine. and look at her. <laughs> you. you you want I, I mean I can help however you need I I don't know which option sounds better although one is closer and slightly more understood I, I I don't I don't know what I can do to help but I'll help however I can do you want what do you want me to I think do? it's best you stay with these two okay um I don't want to speak for the group I I do not mind I don't want to make people do anything I just want to know what they would like to do that is all I think they're better together still with I think they should with stay injured. in that room. Three of them together. Mm-hmm. I'd like to keep the regent safe however yeah. I can. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll hand off some rations and my wineskin to Bess. <laughs> she, she takes it and sets it aside next to the mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think we'll be long. Hopefully. All right. But I, and, and she looks around the room and then like looks really seriously at all of you. Th- thank you. Really. I I don't know how much I can help, and I, I will help however I can. If there's some architecture you want me to look at or something, I'll, I'm, I'm here. But thank you. Of course. For better or worse, we're all in this together right now, and we need to get out. So we'll do what we can. <laughs> Sorry, speak close. <laughs> you can help by keeping them away from each other's throats. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> she says very, very lowly. She settles back in and um, sort of helps the, the regent as he sits back down on his bedroll. He's looking very winded. That took a lot more out of him than I think he was expecting. Uh, and he looks a little pissed off about that, actually. <laughs> He's looking a little impatient is the best way I can describe him. There's this frustration that seems to be cutting uh, across the, the line of his shoulders, but he's not wearing it on his face. Uh, and he looks at all of you and after a, a pause says, I agree with Bass. Thank you all very much for your help in this. If you choose, after looking into the options, to go through the, the rift in the other room, I will follow. All right. Thank you. Yeah, we will we will head on and see what we can find. All right. You all turn away from your companions and towards, well, towards the unknown. You look across the bathing chamber, beyond the warped glass scar in space, towards the double doors that loom on the far side of the hall. As you make your way towards them, you hear in the back of your minds the low, ominous, discordant whispers that have been right on the edge of your awareness since you first entered the bathing chamber. And next time, I think we'll see to what they beckon. Thank you for listening to In Betweens Episode 5. 
In Betweens was written by Gina Smith, starring Gina Smith, Allison Mann, Gus Ireland, Evan Falco, and Victor Mann. The music was composed, orchestrated, and recorded by Jacob Ryan Smith. D&D Major was created by Gina Smith, Jacob Ryan Smith, and Allison Mann. If you're interested in supporting the creators and future productions, consider donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash shortonegaming. Or to see our Let's Plays and other projects, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Short One Gaming.